Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, welcome to Marathon Martinez. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. And as you all know, we're moving and we have about nine days left until the move. So what I'm trying to do is empty out my bar cabinets of all the liquor that we have. (laughs) So I was thinking, what am I drinking for this episode? I don't know. I found a clear bottle, handwritten tequila on it handwritten <laughs> don't know what's in it don't know what kind but does it's it, tasty does it, does it taste like tequila yeah no, it's good yeah it's definitely tequila i got my pineapple juice in there a little splash of cranberry i'm good to go i don't like you on tequila well i think that was in the past because oh i think i'm like too tired now to get like stupid antsy and stupid and mm-hmm. want to do something and go somewhere. Be an like, asshole. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm. That's done. Mm-hmm. I'm over that. I'm like I can't handle handle that anymore. So we're trying to uh, empty the cabinets and um, yeah. We're only moving five minutes away. You can <laughs> bring the bottles with you. But yeah, but it but it costs more when the not guys if you put it in the trunk of my the, car. That's true. <laughs> and we have nowhere to put it, so there's that too. That's true. We don't have the bar room. That's true. Yeah, we have front doors. But not the bar room. No, we don't have any. Because problems. you won the game. I did win the game. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I wanted to do this episode, the sexy episode. I feel like, I always say this, but I feel like it could be a 10-part series. And I'm sure we'll do many more episodes about this. But what got me the idea was just a few days ago when... What, what got you the idea? What got what gave right? me the idea. I don't know. I'm on my second drink of whatever <laughs> you're making, which might as well be like straight alcohol. No, it's like those... Um like in the uh, fraternity days when like with punch, what was the bowl? What is it called? The punch well, bowl? When you would, when the fraternity, um, the, uh, for initiation, they would take the rag across the bar right. and scoop up the old disgusting <laughs> alcohol and, and like squeeze it, squeeze into, the it tub. into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so what this tastes like a little bit. So we're just finding what's left, right. dumping it into a cup and drinking it. Right. So Dr. Fauci, I'm yes. not getting political. I'm not getting political, but Dr. Fauci was is on the cover of In Style magazine. Oh, is that real? Yeah. I thought that real. was like a fake thing that was passed around. I am 99% sure it's real. Okay. And it got me thinking because he looks so damn cute on the cover. I mean, and he's, he's like this little old man. Old man. Yeah. But he reminds me of my poppy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I can see that. I think he probably reminds everybody of their poppy. Right. But... Um, but he, to me, the idea of, listen, if it came down to it and he started taking his clothes off, I would run the other way. But the idea of sexy, to me, has changed so much 
in the past 10 or 15 years of my life that it really made me want to do an episode about it because the way I felt about sexy, you know, when I was in my 20s or even my early 30s is so different than what I feel about it now. Um, and that kind of proved it to me because when he was on the cover, rather than being like, when I was in my 20s, I would have been like, that's ridiculous mm-hmm. that he's, a, but now I'm like, I get it. He's smart. He's a good man. He's, you know, he's um, obviously like when he talks, he's um, cute and funny and intelligent. And, you know, so my ideas of of all of that have changed. So that sort of is what sparked the idea. I was like, we should do an episode just about what we think is sexy. I Well, yeah. I Yeah, I, I know you did, and he brought it up to me last night, and I was not thrilled about it. Right. And I'm still not... Because you thought you were going to get in trouble. Well, not only that, I don't think in terms of sexy. I don't think... I never thought to myself, like... Oh, that's sexy, or that's that sex scene is sexy to me, or like I didn't, I don't, I never thought that way. Maybe so, that's a problem. Uh, well, it's too late to kind of take it's care of that. It's too late. Problem. What are you dead? What to think about things in a sexy way? Like, Why is it too late? I, it's I don't know. I I just never thought of things. I so, this was tough for me to answer my questions because I always feel like I'm taking a test, like answering my questions that you're right for me. So write your own damn questions. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't I, care. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying it's a good thing, but I feel silly because I'm like, I answered my questions and I wasn't, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I just never thought in the terms of what is sexy to me. I just, I mean, do guys think that way? I don't know if it's. I think some do. Yeah. I think all the dancers on Dancing with the Stars do. Uh, okay. Yeah. All the Okay. Yeah, I think that they. I mean, when they move, they must be thinking, "Oh, wow, this move is really sexy." Or do you think so? Or do you yes. think I'm like, "Oh, look at me, I'm hot shit. Look at these moves I could do." Okay, but either they one. They don't think sexy. Yes, to I think they do think sexy. Okay. I think that there are a lot of men out there who do, but I also think, like you said, there are a lot of men out there who don't. We were out with another couple last night. I asked them all these questions mm-hmm. at the dinner table, and the guy said the same thing, pretty much as you. Like, yeah, I, I think don't think in terms of sexy. Yeah. I, I, it's we don't think that way well we want you to okay but it's i am okay. going to but, collectively speak for women everywhere well and say we want you things to. that we want to unfortunately oh, life is not fair all right well this episode is about sex okay so you can save those for other episodes uh, sure um and i think it's a good conversation to have especially right now when we make a ton of excuses about there's a pandemic and I'm exhausted and the kids are around all the time and um, stressed and you're working all the time and we're moving and we have a thousand excuses about why our life isn't more passionate and sexy and um, filled with romance right now, right? You can, and, and on any given day, you can make a thousand excuses about that because life is so hectic and there's so much going on that it's easy to put all of this on the back burner. But I also feel like if not now, when we're only getting older, we're only getting busier, we're only getting more stressed. So we need to find ways to fit it in. Yeah. I think if, if there was ever a time in our lives that I thought, you did not feel sexy about anything. It was now, yeah. the last four months. Yeah. You've been the least like sexual. interested in, not just sexual, but like there's been no aura of, 
sexy coming out of you in any way. I mean, not to say that that's how I feel about you, that your presence, your, your thinking about things. Yeah. I'm very, um, yeah, I'm very disconnected, I think, from a yes. lot of things. Good. Yeah, that's a good way to yeah. put it. That's what I was trying to say. Right, but I don't want to be. And and when I, you know, we, we also haven't been going out and, uh, you know, we haven't had time to ourselves and I've had the kids around me all the time. There are a lot of components to why I feel like that. But when I got dressed up and went out last night or I've gone out, we've gone out, I think, four times since we've been allowed to go out, you know, like lawfully allowed yeah we've been out four times in the last five months twice with kids twice without and they were all in the last four weeks right and we're in new jersey which is doing really well right now so like numbers wise yeah can we all please do your part in jersey yeah no covid parties on the beach nobody from out of jersey come in let us let us be (laughs) no stop (laughs) but i mean i want to see you but you know but I think that um, when I do go out and everything and I ha- and I get back to that type of existence, I start to feel more sexual and sexier. There's nothing sexy about being in my house, you know, with my kids being on top of me all fucking day. Well, yeah, because I even asked you last night before I even knew you were presenting me with this episode because you you showered. Congratulations. That was very. Thank you. Yeah. And you got dressed up. You know, so we're going to a casual place. It was nothing fancy, nothing. But you put on pointed shoes. Pointed shoes. Yeah. Like ballet slippers. Pointed shoes, right? They They're called high heels. High heels. Yes. Pointed shoes. No, pointed shoes. in the front, not in the heel. Pointed <laughs> shoes. Wow. <laughs> and I said, what'd you put on those pointed shoes for? Because we're going to this casual pointed place. Pointed shoes. Yes. Yeah, and, and I was and, like, well, if I'm not going to wear them tonight, when the fuck am I wearing right. them? And I thought that was kind of sexy. Well, thank you. You could have said it. Oh, I didn't say it out loud? No, you did not. I thought it. No, you did not. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I asked people on Instagram a ton of questions, and I got a lot of responses, and I'm going to try to share a lot of them also because, first of all, I forgot about so many things like movies and songs and everything that they brought up. But also people have some feelings about sexiness. Good. Yeah. So um, I thought we would ask and I'll also go into what other people said. But OK, I, I asked you what are what is the sexiest thing about a person? OK, I did not want to answer this question because I feel like behind the answer, there should be some deep, thoughtful answer about like their confidence, intelligence, the mm-hmm. confidence, the, you know, ingenuity. Would the, you say boobs? Like, yeah, like TNA. There it is. That's what's TNA. sexy. TNA. TNA. Tits and ass. Tits and ass. And eyes. I love me some eyes. Okay. And you have some pretty eyes. So oh, that's, thanks. I find that sexy. Thanks. Um, what about the tits and ass? <laughs> you got that going on. You've <laughs> well, always I mean, had that going big, on. That's but... why I met you for the you know for the first time. I saw right. your TNA in your eyes, but um, no, I don't. I don't well, even. But want... now they're <clears throat> closer to my ankles than they used to be. <laughs> that's great. That's yeah. really hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very sexy. Go ahead. But um, I don't even really want to answer that because that's not my answer. What I think is sexy is going to kind of come across throughout this episode. I don't have a one thing, mm-hmm. so it's not really like a fair question that I could just answer straight right. up like that. Okay. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I said I think connection is sexy. Like when when you feel like someone is connecting with you and really listening to you and giving you attention and making you feel um making you feel important, making you feel like they are 
um, really into you and what you're saying and, you know, lock eyes or are quiet while you're talking or but but not quiet while you're talking because they're bored, but quiet while you're talking because they're They're engaged. Yeah, I think that that is really sexy. And (laughs) then why do you not practice that yourself? Fuck you, I it's do. True. No, you do not let people speak. You're in their half sentence. <gasps> that is not no true. Anybody's. Oh, yes, it is. You are in there no matter what somebody is saying halfway through their sentence. What? It's true. It's completely true. Well, that doesn't appear to be what my friends think. Yeah? Yeah. Would they tell you if they thought otherwise? or I would think that they just wouldn't want to be around me, and they obviously want to be around me. Of course they want to be around what you, you, but mean? I'm just saying that when people are I speaking, think I used you to cut be... off halfway through. <laughs> just... <laughs> exactly. I think I used to be bad at interrupting. I think I've gotten much better. I completely disagree with you. I think you've gotten much worse at interrupting and do not let people speak. And then you come through and state your mind. Damn. It's not a, it's not, I'm, I'm not coming down on you. Oh, I know. It. It's a, it's a, it's a compliment. It's a compliment. You're, yeah. No, no, but yeah, I, you don't see that. Like, I think no. you do that. Really? Uh-uh. I, don't I, see I, that. I will, I'll give you a slight little nudge. And not time. only that, nobody else besides you has told me that. And my friends are very honest with me. And my sisters, my sister would be the first one to be like, F- stop fucking interrupting me. Really? Yes. And she never has. Okay. I, I see it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Maybe what you're saying isn't that interesting. Like, so you don't, but you no, it's not even me. But when I talk, you don't even listen. You're just on your Instagram and doing your thing. You don't even listen to me, which uh, I that have. That is my job. <laughs> I, uh, okay. <laughs> so wait, why? how come when I'm at my job and you're texting me, it's like, why won't you answer me? Answer me. Why won't you talk to me? Because it's my job. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, damn. I'm going to nudge you next time. Yeah, you can. i let ahead. you know when you do it. Okay, good. I won't do that. Yeah, that'll be sexy. <laughs> All right. So what was next? Uh, <laughs> what are you most attracted to me about? <laughs> when you interrupt people when they're no, speaking. No, for real. <laughs> I don't. Okay. <laughs> now I'm going to get like people messaging me like, well, now that Adam said it, I'm going <laughs> to say it too. And Wait. Wh- oh, you mean because people. Oh, well, look, I'm opening up the floodgates of people who are Yeah, I'll open it. up a lot of fucking floodgates <laughs> too. I'm not saying some. I don't have any. Mm-hmm. Damn. Take a constructive criticism. That's all. Uh, give me a compliment first. Okay. Your compliment is... Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> you make me want to be a better man. Oh, for the love <laughs> of God, Jack Nicholson. I knew that was coming. Okay, no. When I'm most attracted to you. Um, one is, which I think you're going to disagree with me because I'm not vocal enough about it. you're asleep and I come in and try <laughs> to have sex with you. After you come down from spending an hour upstairs getting ready for before we're going to go out. When I see you come down the stairs, when you're all like decked out and looking good, especially when you're wearing that black eyeliner, <laughs> which you know I love, mm-hmm. that's hot. Like you look hot when you're ready to go. Aww, and when you come down from so like sweet. taking care of yourself and doing your thing, even though half of it you're on Instagram and not doing anything, but no, I was I, dancing alone in the bathroom, <laughs> right? But um, that, uh, as far as attraction, physically, you know, attracted to you, that's I think when it's at its best. But I think emotionally attracted to you the most is when we literally just hang out together, get drunk together, and be stupid together. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm very attracted to that s- scenario because we're both just doing our thing, not even thinking about what we're supposed to say or what we're supposed to do. Like, we're just 
drunk and stupid. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Mm-hmm. And we're so like we're so on par with that. We're equally stupid. Yes, we're equally stupid. Right. I like, but I love that you could be stupid with me and just yeah, like not give a shit, not right. whatever. Yeah, we've always had that, and that is always one of the things that you know people will say sometimes. Like, how have you guys? I get, I get messages a lot. Like, how have you guys made it, made it through it all and everything? And I, my my main answer, which is a very vague answer for people, and it doesn't help very much, but it's true, is we've always had this underlying connection. Well, yeah, it goes back to our second first date in New York uh, when we uh, met for the second the first second first time however it works and we we were this is back in the days in New York when you couldn't smoke in the lounges and the bars and we we, we both the good old days we both had 10 drinks we both had two packs of cigarettes mm-hmm. we both just babbled on and on and on drunken stupid talk that we both enjoyed each other's company and we were both on par doing the same thing and that's what I love that like mm-hmm. You could keep up and you you can have fun. Right. But the same reason why we love each other so much and have so much fun is the same reason why we've fucked up so much. Yeah, I life. know. Right. right? Yeah, that's, oh, absolutely. That's yeah. 100% true. But right. fuck it. That's, yeah, no. I think it's okay. Hey, we're still standing sort for of. now. Um, yeah, I would say for me. Are you done or do you have more? I have so many more reasons why I'm attracted I'll to you. Bet. But I just don't want to bore everybody totally. with all the reasons. Yeah. I said I, I have two things. Uh, first of all, again, I've said my, my attraction about things, my, my idea of sexiness has changed over the past 10 to 15 years. But for sure, your commitment to this podcast and what we're doing here has been the sexiest thing you've ever done. I mean, really? for me. I Yeah, the fact that you and I do this together and you're so committed to it and you're never like, ugh. I don't want to record or I don't want to do it or you're always so excited about it and you love it and you're so um, respectful of me and you know how I handle things with it and you're never trying to like boss me around and you know like we're we, I feel like we're really equals in it. Yeah I mean on the contrary a little bit I'm trying to stand back and like let you take charge. Right maybe a little bit. I'm not bit. even trying to boss you around in any way like i i like the way well, you you're also doing just it. don't have time to be in charge yeah but not only that you have the you you've learned it you have the. i mean the, the podcast extends to the social media which is 100 percent you right so i don't even get invo- like i don't right. even know it but i never it. worry that you're gonna be like really you posted that like uh, you know you're the first person to like if someone gets pissed off about saying I post or whatever, you're like, you have my back. I feel like, like you're very much like who the fuck cares. So if you lose followers, fuck them. Like you're very much like you, you you're never embarrassed by me. You're never humiliated by me. No. And you could be because I do, I do some humiliating shit. I mean, it's all from a good place and it's all like very real and raw, but you know, it could be like, don't do that. You know, I'm afraid that my customers are going to see or I'm afraid my family's going to like you're never you're never like that. And that to me is super sexy. And I want to extend that by saying. Even if you don't do a podcast together, I think just the idea of doing something together that's yours, like you and I used to play tennis together at the beginning. of. Oh, yeah. You, Remember we, those days? Yes. And 
I always thought that was super sexy that we played tennis together. It was our thing. We went, we, you know, we played. <laughs> it was not super sexy when we played doubles on the same team, though. <laughs> because we just would fight. Oh, each other. my. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I remember, we were not good doubles partners. I remember being, we were somewhere with your family and we were playing you and I against. Your, uh, our brother-in-law Gideon and we were at Mohawk he was at. Mountain House in New York and the, he he couldn't play he was laughing so hard at the right. fighting that we were doing right yeah we should not be teammates we're better when we're competitive Correct. with each other yes but I, I just feel like if you don't have something that you just I don't care what it is like it could be doing fucking jigsaw puzzles together like just something that is yours the two of you there's something I think really sexy about that no matter what it is you know, I just feel like that connection that you get from it just being yours together, I think is really great. And uh, granted, we happen to have formed this podcast, which is a huge deal. And, you know, it's a business for us now to some degree, but it's also just like a lifestyle for us. And we connect on that level. Yeah. I mean, it's an escape from the norm. So it's not if we did not have this podcast, it would literally be every day. I wake up, have a good day, I go to work, I come yeah. home, we go to bed, like, and we have nothing to communicate about that we can both, you know, have interest in and talk about. Yeah. So yeah. this is something that's ours and something that we created. I think that is, if you don't have something that's both of yours, find something, no matter what it is. Um, and that is my professional Cornhole advice. is fun. Cornhole yeah. is fun. Try that. That's mm -hmm. a fun game. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. We should probably take a break. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, it's time already. And okay. we'll be right back. Adam and I know as much as anybody else that back to school gets into the madness of schedules, the stress, constant busyness. It's so important, though, to remember to put date nights on the calendar, even if it means just sitting in their living room, spending some time together. We have to just keep reconnecting and not let that get away from us. Our date night questions ebook makes any night together more meaningful fun and intimate with 12 topics there's something no matter what mood you're in thousands of couples are hooked on the date night questions and the feedback has been incredible so go ahead to marriageandmartinis.com slash dnq to check out what everybody is talking about and put in promo code mnm podcast for our biggest discount anywhere 20 percent off that's MNM podcast for 20% off. I promise you, you will have a date night like you've never had before. It makes it so much more interesting, so much more fun, intimate, and you are going to love it. I, that was what I was getting to was that was um, the way I was attracted to you was like a, on a more emo mental and emotional level. Physically, when you get out of the shower in the morning and I'm sitting in bed, and you walk across the bedroom in your underwear. <laughs> really? <laughs> I love that. Really? Yes. Oh. I am always like, I try not to like stare, and I try to pretend like it's not a big deal, but I'm always like, like, damn, like that's my husband. Wow. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I like that. Always. Yep. Wow. I Okay, good. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm blushing. Good. <laughs> okay. What about as far as movies? I know you're into the sexy movie scene, mm -hmm. and I say I don't. I, I I don't. I watch movies that have sexy scenes, 
What, like when someone like steps off the spaceship and lands on Mars? <laughs> and like, look at Ooh, that, look at that hot so alien. so dusty. <laughs> no, I, I just, I, I need some water. Am I going to find it here? I am not into sexy scenes of movies. Yeah, like, no shit. all the movies I watch have sex scenes and, you know, they you have, like fast forward yeah, through them I, to the next space I shuttle. Have, <laughs> I have no interest in watching that. Like, to me, I, I'm just not interested in sex scenes of movies. Like, if, if I want sex scenes, uh, uh, you're raising your hand. You, you may speak. Yeah, I don't want to interrupt. So I'm just going to raise my <laughs> hand every time I want to speak now. Oh, so now you're going to just raise your hand every three seconds. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. Uh, can I talk? Yes, please. Okay, thank you. Um, I, so what I think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I, I was going to save this till later, but it's because men, you don't need that buildup. Women have, it's, it's literally a study that has been done over so many years of women need all of that emotional um needing to feel desired whereas men like that's why viagra doesn't work on women like if we took viagra it wouldn't even a female version it wouldn't work on us because for us it's more of an emotional response you don't need that buildup whereas for us when i watch a movie and i see someone a man or a woman you know being very uh making someone else feel desired, that to me is a huge turn on. You don't need that. For you, it's biological. Easily. Right. I mean, for us, you see a tit, you get a boner, you fuck, you spread your seed, but done. Uh, that was beautiful. Isn't that hot? No, but seriously. <laughs> wow. No, but wow. But, but you, <laughs> I don't even have a response to that because it's so, it's, it makes it's me simple. wonder why women and men are together because. To procreate. Okay, That's it. Okay, fine. So I'll fucking procreate with you and then I want to have an emotional connection with somebody. Good. Do it. You have them. Fine. You have them all, all over the place. Fine. Fine. But I don't understand how you can like jet not need that, like that, that. Like I could never, if I never said to you like, wow, I want you, you would be fine. Uh, yes. Right. Yeah. I I would not be. For me, like it's fun to hear like, you know what I mean? Like you don't need, for you, it's, that's why you don't need those scenes and that's why movies aren't a big deal for you. For us, it's, we're getting something, unfortunately, that we don't get in real life that women need. We need that. And that's proven. That is proven I get in, a, no, in I, studies. I, I agree with you. I get it. I understand that. It's just not, like you said, it's not a biological thing for men to come across and portray and you know do those things. It's just we don't have right. those instincts. And, and that's fine, except... I don't want to speak for all men, by the way. I'm just saying, you know, generalizing, it sounds... I think that's the case. Well, it also is, like I said, it's been researched. I have the stats right here. I've read up a lot on it. and I, But th- the problem with that is... And women out there, if you disagree with me, that, you know, I'm not going to speak for everybody. But the problem with that is, is that men, our husbands specifically, need to understand that we need that. So even if you don't, you should be doing what you can to give that to us. All right. Men want to hunt, spread their seed. You've never fucking provi- hunted a day <laughs> in your life. That, that's called, in the, in the 21st century, that's called working. Uh, yeah, if if we were back in caveman days, we'd want to hunt, bring back food, support the family, have babies, and that's it. Like make sure that every that my family is okay. 
Just have the babies, not take care of them. Right. Well, right. right. But that's what you were there for. I okay. mean, that's... Let's not get too far into this. Okay. Cause... No, but I really think that that's the whole issue is that because you guys don't need it, and again, I'm not speaking for everybody, but I do think because you guys don't need it, you don't feel it's a necessity to give that to, if, if it's a straight marriage, to give that to your significant other to your partner yeah but and, it's not a and conscious that's a thing. big deal but it's not a conscious thing it's not like well, so fucking make it a conscious but, thing but it's easy to say because there's plenty plenty of things that we i could come to you and say well you're not conscious about these things why don't you think about that like changing light bulbs like whatever it doesn't matter there's no there's no specific thing but right but if you want more sex and you want better sex but, it's, it's 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 ultimately in your benefit right but it's not and it's not a thought it's it's not it's not an instinct thing for us to think about. Well, then you need to think about that as a man or as men the next time you say, oh, my wife doesn't want to have sex because if you were doing those things, that would not be the case. I can guarantee you if you were saying to your wife, when I walk down those stairs before we're about to go out and you say that you think I look hot or whatever, if you were like, damn, you look hot, motherfucker, I would have sex with you so fast. But... But. That you don't you don't process the fact that I need to hear it, so you don't right. do it. So you just think about it, and then poof, it's gone. But you could use that, and 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 that's that's the thing is that a lot of husbands say, "My wife isn't horny. She doesn't want to have sex. She doesn't want to try new things. She doesn't want to." If you were constantly making her feel desired, that would not be the case. So it's in your best interest. You think that's for the most part, or just some women are just not. Uh, maybe some women, but yes, I a hundred percent. And yeah. I, I, I've put this stuff before. I've, I've made quotes before that after I've read studies on Instagram saying a woman's biggest desire is to feel desired. And of course you get women who are like, I, my desire comes from inside me and I'm not going to let anybody tell me what to do. But I really uh, fine. That's great. Like mazel tov. But, <laughs> but I think that for the most part, women really do want to hear that stuff. And and I think you're doing a disservice to your spouse by not saying it. And I think you're doing a disservice to yourself by not saying it. Because if you really want more sex, that's the way to get it. But wait a minute. Let me ask you this. Okay. So I always, like, I do things that a lot of guys don't do. Um, uh, such as? <laughs> okay. Exactly. And that's my point. Because it's I see this even on your stories all the time. Mm -hmm. And other people replying like, chore play. You know, and that, oh my God, you do the dishes and I'm going to fuck your brains out. Like I do that shit every single day, no matter what, like to maybe an extent that's even too much Not for you. Not since you've gone back to work. Okay. But I'm, I'm the clean one in the family. Let's put it that way. So I, I, I you know, I'm the first to load the dishwasher if I feel like I need it done because it's pissing me off. I have a it's bad not. back. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I do those things and I don't get the response that I see that's posted out. That's on... because it was during a pandemic. Oh, come on. I've been doing it for 20 years. <gasps> How long? I've Really? I have not been the organized, clean, whatever one ever since we, that's how I've been my whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You won't interrupt me, but you're holding your mouth mm -hmm. shut. No, I don't even want to get into it because okay. it's a whole other. No, that is not the case. Number one. Number two, I do think that you, I don't think that you've been sexually unsatisfied through our, I mean. Pandemic, yes. Oh, pandemic for sure. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. And last weekend when we had sex, finally, I pulled my fucking back out, <laughs> which was sexier than that. Right. 
Well, it was kind of sexy during. Just not, not after. The no, now I have a really bad back. Um, yeah, no, I'm not even going to go there. My main thing is, and can you please look at me and yes. show me that you're listening? Because this is really important. <laughs> okay. And I hope that women will say this to their husbands too or husbands who are listening. Like, this is for real. A woman's need to feel desired is what causes her to want to have sex. It's not about, you know, it's not for us, it's not as much just a physical reaction as it is we need that. So if you are looking for more sex from your wife or your significant other who is a female, that is the way to get it, in my professional opinion. Okay. Okay. So do so the things that we feel the need for you to be All desired. All right. I, uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. You know how to make anything not sexy. <laughs> my sexiest movie scene that I could think of, because Ooh. I don't look... Wait, I want to th- I want to guess, but go ahead. Wait, do you want to guess or do you want me to go ahead? No, I want to guess what your sexiest movie scene is. So go ahead. <laughs> this is dead air time. You can't think now. Okay. Um, your sexiest movie, is it from Back to the Future? <laughs> I have that as my joke one, oh. my joke answer. But okay. it's not for okay, real. Okay, so what is it? Is it Goodfellas? What What did you think what would have been from Back to the Future? Uh, from Back to the Future, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> None of it's sexy. Um, I don't know. Obviously, when George punches Biff and saves Lorraine. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Right. You have, have you, I, I know I've seen it a thousand times just in the last month. Have you watched it recently in the last 10 years? Of course. When you look, like, I remember watching it as a kid and watching that scene, and now watching it as an adult, like, Lorraine was being fucking raped. Like, Biff was in the car raping her. And you don't think about trying that. Trying to when, rape her. But trying yeah. to rape her. Like, and you don't think about that, like, when you're a kid and you're watching and mm-hmm. she's like, oh, she's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you watch it as an adult, and mm-hmm. he's like, literally, like, mm-hmm. that's a devastating scene. Biff was a fucking asshole. He was fucking raping, or like, about to rape her mm-hmm. if he didn't come. Like, it's. How much badly more do you want to do a Back to the Future whole episode? I would love to I do know a you whole would. Back to the Future. Okay. okay. So, but for real, my, I think for me is. Do you know my my sexiest woman in a movie ever? Do you remember? I've told Sandra you this. Bullock? No. It was Heather Graham at the end of Swingers. Oh, yeah, that's a good that one. That scene, I mean. Heather Graham is super hot. Oh, my God. But she's so, so fucking super hot at the end of Swingers, sitting at the bar like this little rabbit just waiting to be like attacked this by this bear. Rabbit. Bunny. No, I'm sorry. It was Bunny, not Rabbit. She's this little bunny. That's just from the Swingers. When, uh-huh. from, from Swingers when they were talking about she's this little bunny and you're this bear and you're ready to attack. And, and she was this little bunny sitting at the bar. So and the, then, it's a domination thing. And the, it's a domination thing, but then he walks over and then they do this swing dance at the end of the movie. And like, I found that really sexy. Like number one, she's 100%, 1,000% sexy just by itself. But then they go and do the swing dance, which you and I were into. We, I you love, always have loved swing dancing. Loved swing, loved mm-hmm. swing dancing. So I found that whole scene at the end of the movie just the sexiest thing I can think of when thinking about movies. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, now I have to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not a sex scene. It's just a sexy situation. Have you ever situation. masturbated to that scene? I have not. Oh. No. I don't think I would it's ever. It's a different kind of sex Yeah, scene. I don't think I'd masturbate to watching John Favreau and Heather Graham swing dance. Oh. Yeah. Not, okay. I don't think that uh-huh. would happen. Right. John Favreau is not really <laughs> no. masturbating. I love him. But he's, he's not really. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, he's amazing. Yeah. I mean, he's not masturbatable. 
not masturbatable. No. I said, can you guess what I said? I mean, there's, I know, there's a thousand. It's, I mean, I, can I do guy and girl, girl and girl, right. guy and guy? Like, no, there's, there's so many. I'm centers. not really into guy and guy. I'm all for it. God, God bless you all. So, like, I, no Brokeback problem. Mountain isn't your thing. No. Although I love, I mean, I love that movie and I love what it stands for, but it, it, it's not, it doesn't turn me on sexually. Was it wi- uh, Wild Things? No. no. No, Wild Things, I don't know. Uh, first of all, Outlander. And you've never watched no, never Outlander. Watched I'm always jealous when people message me that they're watching Outlander with their husband. For me, I don't even have to put Outlander on the TV. All I have to do is think about it and I'm mm. like fully aroused. It is so amazing. Um, also... <laughs> I have to say one of the sexiest scenes and it's a little fucked up and I don't, it's not so much that I agree with it, just that I think it's like, I, I, I hundred percent like feel it is that scene in Goodfellas when he, she wants money yeah, from her husband and I, so she goes down I and gives that. him the blowjob. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, because when we're on vacation and we're having great sex and like, I'm like going down on you and stuff, I know I'm going to like be able to shop for some shit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like how much do you need? And she puts her fingers right, together right, this much. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I felt that. Um, not that I think, not that I agree with it or think it's right, but I felt it. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's a, I, I, a thousand scenes and actually things that people, uh, I'm going to get to it later, but there were so many movies that people reminded me of that I hadn't re- remembered. But there is one thing that nobody brought up, which is how Stella got her groove back, which is about Angela Bassett. She's older and she goes to the Bahamas after her divorce and she meets this younger guy and it's like the sexiest movie ever. Nobody brought that up, which I was shocked about. And now I think that's one of the sexiest movies ever. Okay. Oh, that's my rant. Never saw it. And of course you didn't. Sorry. There's no space. No. no <laughs> I don't watch just sci-fi. Like I. I mean, yeah, you do. No, not at all. That's all just right. that's that's my go-to, but it's not. My biggest turnoffs. Oh, that's easy. Mess and egging. Who mess and egging? Mess a mess. Mess messiness and nagging. Oh, messiness and so why biggest turnoffs? Oh, is that why we never? Have sex <laughs> That's why we anymore? never have sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I have to think about you when I think what's my biggest turnoffs, and those are my damn. two biggest. It's true, and you can admit it. You know, that's not even a damn. That's just a yeah. I get it. Right. Uh, well, the messiness factor. First of all, you have three kids. There's no twenty four right. seven. Everybody right has now. three kids, and everybody's kids are home. You're messy, and you nag. That's it. That's I my don't biggest nag. Tur- you're nagging right now. I do not nag. <laughs> oh God! I I remind and I ask. You're like uh, Peggy Bundy, like Al. Peggy Bundy's hot. I'm not saying she's not. She's a nagger okay. and a mess. Okay. Those are the biggest turnoffs for me. Okay, changing <laughs> mine now. <laughs> um, I I find men who are oh you have for men generally. Yeah, you don't have that just for me. This is I was thinking of you. What's my biggest turnoffs? Oh, do you have any other turnoffs? I didn't even think about it. I just thought my... Oh, well, that's so sweet of you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I, turn offs from who? It's not like I'm being asked to go out on dates and I have to like think about, oh, are they nice? No, there are they? definitely people. There are times when I'm out in public and I'll see somebody and I'll be like, damn, they're fucking hot or they're attractive. Or I'll see something about somebody and I'll be like, ooh, that's sexy. But then there are like I men who are, like are overtly... First of all, tank tops... <laughs> Adam is in a tank top right now. It's hot. It's 95 Men degrees. in tank tops, in my opinion, is a no-no. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not into like it. Like over 19? 
No good. I'm just no. In just general. no. Ever. I'm just not into men in tank tops. Really? No. Don't like it. But look at my tries. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but men who are overtly trying to be tough is a huge turnoff to me. Like I like strong. I hate tough. Like those huge trucks with the enormous tires. Whenever I see that, I'm like. You're a fuck, like you're an idiot. Yeah, with like with like the ball sack hanging from the back. Yeah, I have just, you seen those? I, I don't even know. Like whatever yeah. they have going on, I, I'm like, really? What are you trying to prove? Um, you, and people are going to get mad at me for this, but like, I, I find hunting to be a huge turnoff. If I know a guy is a hunter, I, again, to each their own. I'm not. If you are a hunter or you're well, as a game, if it, if they're hunting to eat. And because it's something that they do because they don't feel like they... Su- see, I, I think two ways about this. And I, <laughs> this could be a whole nother tangent. Like when I see right, people with like a fucking picture with a lion and they're like, oh, look yeah, no, what no. I hunted. No, no, no. That's I'm not like, okay. I am so repulsed and turned off by you right no, now. No, there's people who are like, I will not eat meat because of the processing. The way we do things in America, the way we, you know cage chickens and pigs and cows and like treat them like shit i will not eat that meat so i hunt to feed my family oh. the proper way to do this oh yeah that's the way that i agree okay with what hunting. is that point oh 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 well there's a lot of people in this country that that hunt to eat and to support their family like and that's they're okay. also buying purdue chicken okay so my point being they're doing I, it for the right reasons fine i find people who just hunt to hunt Again, I know that I'm going to get messages from people that say, my fan, we're hunt- talk- I'm not saying I don't dislike you. I am not turned on by no, that. No, if you're hunting and shooting lions and giraffes and taking pic- trophy pictures, I don't like you. Right. I'm going to uh, say Okay. It. Yeah. Right. I, right. Sorry. Right. Like, right. no thanks. Like, the, right. goodbye. <laughs> right. That's like your goodbye that you had, your story. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. That stuff to me is like uh, a total turnoff. Yeah. It, like, that's the kind of tough guy stuff I really hate. Um, you know, or men who drive like 40 miles per hour over the speed limit in their Corvette or Porsche, like just. Well, to- I agree with you. You're, you're following a theme here with your, like, I don't like tough guys either. Right. I'm not a tough guy. Uh, yeah. I'm <laughs> so. sexually turned off by all of that. Um, and when you were going through your phase of like not being around and gambling and all your shit that you were doing and making those stupid decisions, I was super turned off by you. Obviously. Obviously. Makes sense. But people will say to me, like, did you not have sex with it? We still had a lot of sex during that time period. Yeah. Because I wanted to have sex and I, you were my only go to for sex. <laughs> Unless I was going to cheat and I wasn't going to cheat. You could have asked. I, At that point, I might have said, okay. No, you wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't have. But, but even still, like, that was my only, but it was a means to an end. Like, it was just to have sex. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, I lo- I'm so turned on by him. It was basically like, I just, I'm horny. I want to have sex, and he's what's available. Right. But, yeah, but that part really was a turnoff. But now you've turned that around, and that's a huge turn on. Good. For the most I part. I guess women in general... That I, for my response for, just thinking about it while you were talking, I, I don't like overly confident women. That what does that mean? Like, like those, like the Jersey Shore women. Well, that's like, not overly confident. Is that not overly confident? 
Uh, I know what you're talking about. Like they feel like they're bigger than everybody and better than everybody. I know what you're talking about because I said one of my biggest turnoffs also is like the Kardashians. Yeah, same thing. When I say Jersey Shore, that's the kind of woman I'm talking about. It's that ostentatious, I'm going to show you how much I can afford all the things I have. Like everything they do is because I'm better than you. Yeah, I can't stand ostentatiousness is... Is that even a word? Is not is a huge turnoff for me. Like I can't stand it when people are like like the card. I think the Kardashians are the grossest. I don't understand. I I think that they are so. I'm so repulsed by. I, I I will use that word. I don't think it's attractive at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but but that doesn't account for. I mean, there are there are plenty of celebrities out there who have a lot of money and who own nice things that I don't feel like that about at no, all. You could have a lot of money and be it's a good person. It's the way person. that they convey it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You- there are people in our town like that. There are a lot of people in our town who have money who I think are still fabulous people, and I love them. And then there are people in our town who have money that I'm like. Really? Like That's the orange Lamborghinis that drive and park in the restaurants here? That take up three parking spots <laughs> right. because they want to just show you. Yeah. I thought this was going to be like a 20-minute episode based upon the answers that I had. I knew. I told here. you. I was like, this is going to be really yeah, long. This is really long because we have to take another break. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so what were we talking about? I don't remember. Uh, we were talking about turnoffs. Okay, are we done with that or move on? I guess so. Okay, you didn't have anything for generally. Well, I did. Okay, right, we, when we do you feel uh, sexual, a sexual or most sexy? About myself? I think I asked you that. Um, let me see. Okay, so when do I feel sexy about myself? Yeah. Like, when do you feel most sexual? I guess uh, physically, I feel like when I've been working out and it's been a couple weeks and I feel good about my my body and the way I feel physically, I that's when I feel, I guess, the most, I, I don't like using the word sexy. Like, I don't, I don't think about myself like, Attractive. Hey, yeah, like, I feel good about myself. I feel physically fit. I feel like I Confident. look better because I... I've said it before, like I, if, if I stop working out, if I, like I get really skinny and I, it, it bothers me like somebody who gets heavy and you know, like they don't like the way they look when they look at this, themselves in the mirror. That's how I feel when I don't work out because I feel like I'm too skinny. So I need to bulk up. I need to feel good about myself and the way I look, but also, um, mentally, I think there's a sexiness about the way you portray yourself and the way you think about things and the way you talk about the way, like right now for the last few months, because all I can do is think about work and all I can do is, you know, I'm, I, I don't have time to process any of my thoughts properly. So when I, I feel like when I'm mentally strong and I can say what I'm thinking and process my thoughts properly and have an intelligent conversation, 
I think that's kind of a sexy thing too. Mm-hmm. Like that you come across as, as a smart person, intelligent person, knowledgeable in what you're talking about. I think that's, you know, just as sexy as coming across physically sexy. Yeah. When we're at a party or something and I see you asking people about them and you're not just right. talking about you. That's a turn on for me, too, because you're very like you're very good at talking about what's going on in your life. Right. Sometimes you're not as good about like I've often been like, ask them about them and find out what's going on with them. And you'll be like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> and I'm like, but you need to care. I feel most sexual when I am like you said, I'm getting ready to go out. You know, you said when I come down the stairs or whatever, when I'm in the bathroom, we have no fucking lock on our bathroom. So I'm always waiting for a fucking kid to come in and be like, man, I want chicken nuggets. <laughs> no, we do have a lock. Remember that one I installed like yeah. five years ago? That's that, great. The, the latch, your Jewish installation. <laughs> the latch lock. Which yeah, is your like, Jew boy installation. Yeah, there's three holes around where yeah. it's supposed to go. Um, I, when I'm in my bathroom and I know we're going out and we're going out with friends or just the two of us and I'm going to have a great time, I feel really, you know, I feel sexiest um and i think that yeah when you look at me across the room which doesn't happen very often anymore or you say something to me or uh, you know those kinds of things or when you initiate sex like those are all things that make me yeah okay but you said i don't look at you from across the room anymore like i used to like why do you think that is do you think it's because i'm not attracted to you yes really sometimes yeah sure see i i equate that to like we're oh we've just been married a long time like yeah like we're just getting older and like i hate that i think i that's know i'm not bullshit. i'm not saying that's okay i'm just saying so do better better yeah so do better but why what do you do that you think first of all you've already admitted that you don't need it so need it's what me to tell you and show you like physically that i'm attracted no to you that's bullshit i like it I'm just, no, we're talking about like sex and what, no, I, I would love for you to engage in the way that you feel and let me know. And you never do that. Like, I can't even talk to you without you asking me, what did you say four times? But that's a, that's a different kind of thing. First of all, we see each other for 15 minutes a day. And when you come home and everything, I've been with the kids all day. I'm not going to get into it, but it's a much different type of dynamic. Right. So on a normal day, we're both not ready to just be like, you know, looking right. across the table at each other sexually. But even last night at dinner, I looked at you and I was like, do you even like me? Yeah. What was that all about? Because what was you're it? not. You know, you're not engaged. I okay, but I, I know you're so tired. I, I understand yeah, that. that. That's not a normal. Th- that's that's only in the last few months because okay. of the right. life right now. Fine. Okay. Um. Do a whole other. I think we that. both can do a much better job. I right agree. Now, right I think now. I think we're but, both lacking okay. in that area, and we could both do better. Here's where my head goes, and I'm not alone because almost every single person who answered my poll about do you feel good naked or what would make you feel sexier was about weight loss. Here's my thing. I truly believe that you grew up really being pounded into your head that weight is a huge deal. Me personally? Your, your family. I think that's more of a everybody. I mean, that's what's out there. Okay, fine. So I'm not just saying it to your family. But I do think that that was a big deal in your household was weight. Uh, Okay. Nobody ever said to me, watch your weight. 
be well, careful about. You've always been skinny. Okay, but but okay, but nobody ever said be careful. Don't okay. eat too much pizza so you don't get fat. Well, because because one thing that you said to me when we were first dating, when I said, you know, when you said about, you said, oh well, my dad has a little bit of a gut, so he, but he's a guy, so it's okay. I said that. Yes. Okay. And I remember thinking to myself at that, I'm gonna have a fucking problem. Because, uh, you know, if I ever gain weight, and I will, yes. I don't remember that. And we were young. But I do think that the whole weight thing is unbelievable what happens. And I have had three kids. I'm 40, almost 43 years old. I Listen, I, I run, I bike, I lift weights i hike i i'm a very active person but i also love to eat and i also you know am not a small person like we've said before but i i it always goes back to me as i am obviously not alone because 70% of people when i asked the question about what could make you feel sexier was if i lost some weight i think my husband or my spouse would be more attracted to me it's fucked up I have I have admitted before that I am, you know, I'm sexually attracted to women for sure. I have never looked at a woman and is like and I'm like oh, if only they would lose 20 pounds or if only they would lose 30 pounds. That has never ever been a turnoff for me. And in fact, I, I I'm not saying anything against thin people or anything. I find myself being more sexually attracted to women who are a little bit bigger. But I also think that uh, it infuriates me that there are this many women and they were all women who answered this question who feel like their sexual their their sexuality and their uh sexiness is all based on a number on the scale when a lot of us first of all are active we've had many of us have had kids and even if you haven't we're aging and we're getting older and your body is not supposed to remain the same. And we're still interested in looking attractive and, and we take care of ourselves. And I just, it, it infuriates me that this I understand. is what I think things and, and oh, the, I'm sorry. One more thing. The most of the time when you have given me compliments that are memorable compliments, it has been because of my body. I think Things are going to change. If you if you if you watch the news or TV or the media, like things have, for the last hundred years, it's you've seen skinny women, perfect bodies, what's considered perfect in on magazines and swimsuit issues on commercials on. Things are changing. Have you noticed recently? Well, then why did seventy percent of women still okay, say? Because we're in we're in a transformation change right now. Like, uh, have you noticed recently commercials with real women showing? You know, in bra commercials, in underwear commercials, in whatever commercial. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they're showing real women now. People, you know, people who aren't ninety pounds and forty years old. You know, they're real women people who have had children people who are working out exercising but they they live a life and they live a real life well but i but i do think that that a uh, fine in the media maybe they I are think trying to portray soon. that but we are still locked into uh listen i still think that you have a hang-up on weight so how do you defend the fact that some people are just attracted to certain traits of people and that's one of them you were attracted to me. I'm not six feet tall. 
some guys are attracted to women with brown hair. Some some guys are attracted to women with blonde hair. Okay, but some guys are attracted to thin girls. Some guys are not. Your height is not going to change. As okay. women, we are going to change. Okay, but there's and just that is something that has to be. It has to be sexy to you that we're changing because we either had your children or we go out with you and have a good time and we eat together and we socialize together and all those things have to play into a factor. Like you would not be happy with me either if we went out and I never ate anything and I decided to right. never drink anything or all those things need to go into play. Correct. But there's nothing about you that I'm not attracted to. Oh, well so, then you need to say that more often. But I, see, like your weight is not a problem. You're not okay. at a point where Then I'm, you need to say that to me. I and understand. I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking in general because I bet 70% of those women said that it would be, a, it's about losing weight and I'll bet that a lot of their husbands feel the same way you do. And what m- the point I'm trying to make is you need to fucking tell your spouse that. I understand. M- what I'm trying to say is there is some innate underlying thing that people are just attracted to. Some people don't like heavy women or men. Some people don't like skinny women or men. Okay. Okay. It's I just am something on that's- social media all the time. And I could tell you this. People are fucking vicious about weight vicious okay and it is a definite still a definite thing that is very much uh instilled in society that women are supposed to be thin especially american society but i do think that it is something that if you have a spouse who is a female that you need to automatically think to yourself i that this is something we're self-conscious about Obviously, because thousands of women told me, and I know it anyway, they don't have to, that this is still a big deal. And this is one of the reasons why we're not getting naked for you at the drop of an eye, because we're worried about what you're going to think. So if you want someone who's going to be naked with you, having sex more with you, feeling more confident about themselves, try something new, then fucking tell them they look great. That's all. Okay. Okay. I got it. Okay. Should we move on? I guess. Can we move on, please? Well, I don't know. Can we? Have has it fucking gotten through to you? It's a big deal. I got it. It is a big deal. It's not it's not big deal to you because you can eat whatever you want and you don't have to worry about it. It's a big deal to us. Okay. What about the difference between when we were younger versus now? What you find sexy? Has it changed for you? I mean, we spoke a lot about yeah, it. Yeah, we already spoke about has. This. Yeah, but go ahead, you tell them. Well, no, but like, what what are what are things that? What did you find sexy in your twenties? Money, <laughs> like our casino. Uh, yeah, trip. when you would hand me. I mean, listen, if we go to if you would start handing me twenty dollar bills right now, I'd feel pretty fucking sexy too. But yes, but, but sweetie, that those was, are your twenty dollar bills too. That would be a huge turn. Yes, that was when I was in my twenties. Money and material items, I will not lie, they were a big turn on for me. Now, it's the opposite. Now I'm like when I see like a douchebag driving like a fucking, you know, Lamborghini, I'm sort of like, really, what are you trying to compensate for? (laughs) Well, like if I handed you hundreds Now it's like if you handed me a printout of a donation that you made to a cause that is important to me, I'm turned on. Like if I handed you hundreds today, you'd be like, that could go to college. Right. (laughs) Well. That would no. be a little more sexy. No, if you were like going to the city, uh, although you can't right now, but if you go into the city and go shopping, I would be very excited. Well, I, but, put, I put that in my notes here that 
something that I find or found sexy because we haven't done it in a long time was number one, like when you and I are just sitting in a lounge in New York and there's like that cool kind of music going on in the background and we're just having cocktails and talking. Mm -hmm. That's sexy to me. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Sexy situation going on. Mm -hmm. I'm liking that. And also when like, I enjoy watching you, like if the next day we go shopping, Mm -hmm. I enjoy watching you shop. I find that kind of sexy. Like Mm -hmm. I like that you're into like the nice things and even myself going to the John Varvato store, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I find that sexy for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, to me today, it's not just about TNA. It's about having a good time together. Right. You know, and TNA, of course. Yeah. It's now changed to like, if, if you show me like that you're saving our money for like a good retirement, that's sexy to right. me. Yeah. Whereas before I would have been like, let's spend that shit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that, that definitely. Yeah, we're still kind of spending that shit too. Do you have any songs that put you in the mood or anything? No, because I don't listen to music that is sexy right, music. like heavy metal. Yeah, like I'm not, right. like right. like Guns N' Roses doesn't make me feel sexy. One thing that I wanted to point out that some of our, some of our listeners have messaged me about uh, that I really, really appreciate uh, is that a lot of people have pointed out that we are one of those podcasts which they're appreciative about that we talk about porn, and we do, and I do watch porn. Um, but at the same time, they've also said, if you're going to talk about it, can you please point out the fact that there are porn sites out there that are more empowering to women and that are, uh, ethically, um, more, what's the word? I don't know. Ethical. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) They're ethically more ethical. Um, and I agree with that, and I, I appreciate them. You mean it's out. not just like women being dominated in porn about? Well, there's a, man. a lot of porn out there that is not um, that d- does not treat w- women well. Sure. Um, and, and what they're saying is basically, if you're not paying for your porn, most likely it is not produced ethically. So if you're going on porn, you know Pornhub or uh, YouPorn or anything, and you're getting free porn, it's probably not being ethically oh, produced. Oh really? Yes. Oh no. So what they're saying is if you're watching it enough and everything, it's worth paying for. And they're saying paying for porn is not only going to be safer for your computer, but it also makes the entire industry of female-friendly porn uh, better for performers and the viewers. Where do you pay for porn? So there's a bunch of sites that you can go to that are run by women, for women. Um, Erica Lust, who is a filmmaker, she explains why porn can be feminist. She has an awesome TED Talk, if you want to listen to it. It's really great. Uh, And she gives us porn videos that are largely made by female directors that show all of the passion, intimacy, love, and lust in sex where the feminine viewpoint is vital. The aesthetic is a pleasurable uh, one to all the senses, and eroticism and innovation is celebrated but they are also of, of all about female empowerment. So there are a lot of, uh, if you go and search porn for women empowerment, you're going to get a lot of, and you get the same kind of eroticism, but it's really? ethically made. The thing is you have to be willing to have that on your bill. You know, it's on your, fine with me. I'll yeah, check that out. Right, right. This and is I, not an ad, is it? Not a, even a little. This is because I don't know anything about this, and it sounds no. Awesome to but me. but to me, it, it was people who reached out to me saying, "Listen, we're really appreciative that you're willing to talk about it, but at the same time, you're talking about these free sites that are probably unethical." Hmm. And I agree with that. I think it's. I think I shouldn't be. We shouldn't be doing that. We should be. Um, so these are sites that are, you know, because there are women in, in in porn who are in it because they love it, and we 
we can support them. So wow. um, I want to check this out. We're going to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as soon as we have the kids away for a I night. I love it. Um, On that note, if anybody wants three children for a weekend, yeah, please really. let us know. Yes. Sexy, sexiest place you've ever been. Sexiest place I've ever been. I, it's got to be one of our trips. I would say probably either Cabo or like Capchaluca. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was fucking sexy. Capchaluca was the best. They both were. I mean, I remember like going out to dinner. Where and was Capchaluca in? Um, Anguilla. Anguilla. Yeah. So we. So not only was the place sexy, getting there was because we'd fly to St. Martin. And then if you remember, we got on a boat mm-hmm. on St. Martin, which took us to Anguilla. So it's it's kind of sexy where it's like you're going to this own private place. Mm-hmm. And like it's nobody else we'll can get there. ever be able to go back? Uh, if anybody would like to donate to Marriage or Martinis, please let me know. Oh, I was and simply <laughs> saying because of the pandemic. <laughs> well, I was thinking, can we afford it? Right. But um, yeah, Capture Luca is the sexiest trip we've ever had. Uh, Vegas is always sexy for us, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Cabo, I think Cabo too. I mean, we were sitting we were at a restaurant sitting on cliffs watching the waves crash mm-hmm. up against those cliffs mm-hmm. where we were like that's hot. Mm-hmm. And in Jamaica we sat in a tree house and ate. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. fun. Uh, according to Business Insider, a global study cited what city do you think as the global sexiest city? Okay, so not just in the United States. No, globally, what city do you think is the sexiest city, according to Business Insider? I have no fucking clue. Miami. No way. And that's what it said. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, another serving by the Huntington Post said Paris is number one. Yeah, that makes sense. Right, but we have never experienced Paris the way it's supposed to be experienced. Um, Why would Miami be the fucking sexiest place in the I country, know. in the world? I know. Uh, okay, I want to go back a little bit because I think this is really important, and I know I've talked about it before, but I want to reiterate it as many times as possible. Marta Miena, who is a researcher from the University of Nevada, has argued provocatively that the organiz- the organizing principle of female sexuality is the desire to be desired. Husbands, are you listening? Female desire, according to Miena, is activated when a woman feels over overwhelmingly desired so if you want to have more sex with your wife stop complaining about it and start fucking tell her telling her how sexy she is patriarchal culture has demanded that women restrain their sexuality for so long that as a society we've started to believe that this is an easy and natural thing for us to do actually women have are much more sexual beings than men that is the truth i believe it scientifically but We have been told to put a lid on our sex box and to put ourselves out there only for the needs of men. Sex box. Yeah. Mm. You can take that on more level than one. Sure. Um, That we have started to suppress our sexuality. Our prior beliefs about women and sexuality have also failed to take into account the way that the female libido shuts down when it is not significantly engaged. So if you have a partner who is not being sexual, maybe you just need to start engaging them more. Recent research shows that women get bored with monogamy even before men do. So we're, we're fucking bored. We want... I'm not kidding. Okay. So I just feel like I I wanted this episode to sort of be like, wake the fuck up. We need to be more engaged. You want, all right. So I'm going to take my takeaway for this episode is we need to let you know 
often. Often. Mm-hmm. How we feel about you sexually. Yes. In a positive way. Well, thank you. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Yes, in a positive way, <laughs> yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, I also wanted to just say one thing. Okay. Like, the, like certain things, the Fifty Shades of Grey series, which was, I think, 2014. People have, can say what they will about it, that it was bad literature and it wasn't well written or, you know, people have a lot of very uh, people who are very into literature will say these things. But it also opens up a dialogue that we need to have again, that women are not feeling satisfied, that we want excitement, that we want our partners to step up and show us Something that is more provocative, not just the, oh, let's go to dinner. Let's come home. Let's have sex. Let's go to bed. We need more. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, we do. (laughs) I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Sorry. I think I've given you more. Okay. Really? We don't, we we just go out to dinner and we have come home and we have sex and we go to bed. I don't think you're like Mr. Romance. No. No, I don't, I don't think I am Mr. Romance. I'm not claiming to be Mr. Romance. Well, because you smack my ass harder? Exactly. Right. There you go. There you go. No, you're all about it when we're having sex. It's just the leading up to sex that you're not good at. while we're having sex, don't I show you how I feel about you? It's more than just. It needs to be a constant. It needs to be a constant. All right, can I do some Wait, so more of what we're doing during sex needs to be constant. Just fuck you. Thank you. All right, I'm just going to quickly go through some of the polls from Instagram. Uh, We got a ton of feedback. Um, True or false, I find myself being sexually attracted to people of the opposite sex. I'm sorry, of the same sex. Uh, I fucked up this question because I should have said if I'm not already, you know, in a... Right. Uh, lesbian or you know a gay situation I did not say that which I apologize for Um, but it was uh, 61% said they are not sexually attracted to the same sex so 40% said yes 60% said no uh, which I was surprised about I thought it would have been more yeah I mean it's mostly women right so I I I thought it would be more yeah um sexiest scenes in any uh, show a ton of the notebook a ton of um, Game of Thrones. If you have not watched Game of Thrones, oh my God, there are so many amazing sex scenes. Um, a ton of Outlander, which is my favorite of all time. Um, a ton of the show Normal People, which I have not watched, but I want to watch. 365 Days on Netflix, which has been very controversial, but a lot of people are obviously watching What's it and that? liking it. Uh, I think it's about a mafia guy who holds a woman captive and they end up falling in love, maybe. Oh, really? I don't know. I might be wrong, but okay. there it supposedly they has like the best sex scenes. It's like a, a fantasy of he holds her captive and you know, uses her for sex and he's super hot and So that's like the Fifty Shades. Yeah. yeah, a little bit different, but same idea. Um yeah. Uh Cruel Intentions, Call Me by Your Name, which our daughter <laughs> which our daughter is super against. She hates that movie, but uh, I have not watched it yet, but I I get it. Um, A lot of people said Dirty Dancing. Um, Yeah, a lot of... Anybody say Ghost? Yes, people did (laughs) say Ghost. Yes, people did say Ghost. Uh, People said um, Unfaithful. Have you seen it? Yes, we watched Unfaithful together. I watched it. That's with uh, Richard Gere. Yes, let's watch it again. I watched it. Diane Lane is so, so hot. So long ago. She's so hot. And 
that that like affected me. Like I was like, remember you came down and I'm like, what the fuck did you do? Like, yeah. Why'd you? <laughs> right. Like you had had a dream. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Something happened. Yeah. Cause someone gets killed. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm still trying turn offs. Uh, hold on. Sorry. Turn offs. Uh, laziness. Arrogance. Got a lot of them. Bad breath. Got a big, got a big chunk. That's yeah. not fair. Why? Is bad breath somebody's fault? Yeah. But, I mean, do they brush their teeth? I don't know. Bad breath. Um, lying. Uh, bigotry. I agree with that. Complaining, like you said. Um, weight. Yikes. Uh, lack of intelligence. Bad attitude. Um... Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Let's just keep going. Um, my partner does a good job of making me feel sexy. Uh, 50-50, pretty much. Okay. I think I do a good job of my partner feeling sexy. 50-50 again. My idea of what sexy has changed over the past decade, 92% said yes. So that's... Um, do you feel uh, sexy when you're naked? 70% said no. How sad is that? Yeah, but I kind of get that. But that's not okay. But, but all right. So, why are you? Why are we not making our partners feel sexy right, naked? Should I feel okay when I'm naked? Yes. Okay, I don't. But so that, that it's just an internal feeling. Fine, it's then not I like, feel like I need to do a better job of making you feel no, sexy. No, because naked. there's nothing you can do yes, or say is. that would yes, make me feel better about yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm the only person you're getting naked with. And no, I but think. you have your own self to look at and not feel sexy being naked. Okay. Then you, you can't fix that. No, I disagree. <laughs> this is one thing I really want to look at in our new new house is they say, I said, does your bedroom have a sexy vibe? Well, the bet the mirrors on the ceiling help it out. Yeah, in our uh, <laughs> Poconos place. No, 90% said no, which I get. I mean, when we're in bed and our dogs are like trying to lick our ass. <laughs> right. But I do want to try to make in our new house a sexier like little spot. I would love you to do that. Okay. Can I buy new things? As long as we, there's things that we have to talk about. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. I hate talking. Mm-hmm. Sexiest place you've ever been. Uh, this is the last one. Hawaii. Um, Hot Springs. Santorini. I think that's, is that in Italy or Greece? Sure. Okay. Uh, Secrets. We've never been there. Cuba, Spain, Amsterdam. Amsterdam was one of our sexiest nights ever. Uh, German Naked Spa, Bahamas, Maya Riviera. Yeah. I mean. I mean, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's sexy. Good. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. That this was, was fun. Yeah, it was that, fun. That was way longer than I thought it was going to be. I knew it was. Please, if you haven't rated and reviewed and you like what we're doing, please rate and review. And if you want to send us back to Capture Luca, we would appreciate that. Okay. Thanks, guys. No one's going anywhere right now. We're not allowed <laughs> to out of the fucking country right now. I know. All right. We love you. Love uh, you guys. And go and tell your spouse right now that you're sexy, sex, sexily. Sexily. Sexily attracted to them. Yes. If you say sexily, that'll be good because they know you're saying sexy and you're silly at the same time, and they're going to chuckle and be satisfied. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. Love you. Love you. Bye.
Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash press on and use code press on 25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on falsies.